when my daughter Haley was like, I don't even know if she was one yet. We were we were watching watching a movie on TV, and she was there. And of course, you know, she was little, so we didn't really think of language much because she wasn't. We didn't think she was processing that. Yeah. And somebody said the f word, and she immediately just starts walking, going. <laughs> and we said, no, no, stop, stop. <laughs> Yep, and then that's why we... Then my uh, headphones fell off. Yeah, so we're going to need insurance for the equipment, thanks to Mitch. <laughs> um, anyways, we're going to go ahead and get started with this one. So this is uh, the Nerd Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Davis. In this episode, we're talking about marketing in the digital age, navigating social media landscapes. Michaela. Whether it's posting your flapjacks on cracker or from Cracker Barrel on your Facebook timeline, or cre- or communicating with your old college buds on Snapchat, you're involved in the digital era, folks. You can't escape this. It's uh, you can try to go off the grid and travel to Timbuktu, but pretty sure they have Wi-Fi there too. So <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah. So we're going to start with how did we get here? Um, digital communication originated in the 1980s and blew up in the mid 1990s with online chats and blogging. And um, another one was MySpace. Did have a long shelf life when Facebook rolled out. I, I didn't know that Facebook rolled out in 2008 because I remember actually signing up for a profile in 2005. But I mm-hmm. bet that was the Facebook. I think they mean the actual. Fa- and I'm saying the because you need an need an article because that's sentence structure. But uh, Facebook. Not the Facebook, I think, yeah. is what they were referring to, the, yeah. the source. Well, I mean, that's that's uh, when it was like that famous moment where it was Justin Timberlake in the movie The Social Experiment, and he's like, drop the the, and that was his contribution from the mm-hmm. owner of MySpace to Zuckerberg. And it's kind of like when they went from the Gibson to Gibson. <laughs> Mitch is laughing because he knows exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Um, and it's just interesting. Um, social media ever since then, I mean... Who here is actually on TikTok? I know, Michaela, you are. Jacob? Nope. Okay. Thank you for saying nope. You shook your head nope, and I'm like, you know this is a podcast. I got to get used to that. Yeah, yeah. We're going to narrate because the audience can't see. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) That's why we're hoping to get back to video very, very soon. Uh, We are here with Jacob from Tops. Jacob, tell all the people what Tops is, what you do. Uh, so Tops is Total Office Products and Service. Basically, we're a local family-owned office supplier. We can get you your paper, pens, markers to your furniture, chairs, desks, and tables. Yeah, I'm the business developer or outside sales and uh, basically just making people aware of branding and such like that. Yeah, Jacob is a master networker. So I'm excited for him to kind of meet some of the folks that we know and I'm Hoping that helps tops out a lot. Yeah. I just like seeing Jacob out and like, you, you remind me of like a cowboy. He just, you, you lasso people in and then you put them in with the right people in the right, like fenced off area. You're like, you, you're very good and talented in that, in that spec. Well, little doggy, you belong over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, just wrangling them, getting the right people. I don't know. I, I always just like the idea of connecting people. Um, today I did this morning at an event and, Connected someone that, hey, they would be a great connection because they kind of deal with the same type of scenario or at least emotional side. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's the old adage that uh, the BNI uses, like, you got to get a get to get to give or something like Givers something gain. Like Givers that. gain. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, okay, so what I just said has nothing to do with BNI. <laughs> That's a Jasonism that he probably heard a while back it's and forgot. Where similar, It's similar. <laughs> well, it's, uh, yeah. I thought the phrase was always, you got to give respect to get respect. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's always that play on words thing and, you know, like, you got to get 
give the get to get the thing. It's like, all right, we're going to move on. I just know life's like a box of chocolates. (laughs) (laughs) So Michaela went and did the research on this. How many people use social media? So according to research conducted by a Pew Research Center in 2021, it's probably a little updated by now, um, 72% of adults in the U.S. use social media of of some kind. Um, I think I read that somewhere along the line, it was like 69% of uh, adults use Snapchat too, which wow. kind of surprised me. Cause I feel like, I think it was from ages 18 to 24 though, which is around that kind of age. Like I'm 24 years old and I still use it, but I feel like they need to revamp that a little bit because as Gen Zers and millennials are getting older, like we're still using the app. It still works. Like it's still a communication tactic. It's yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't see it something like as you're getting older, you're not going to want to use it. It seems childish. It's kind of like TikTok. It's like people, it's a very universal yeah, platform that people use from all different age specs. Like I know a really good friend of mine, she had her daughter uh, like start making her own little private TikTok pages of because um, she's really into, into gymnastics and wanted to do her own videos of doing certain techniques. And she's got a trampoline and doing flips and stuff like that. She would just share it on there. So hmm. it seems like Snapchat does maybe... It seems like a younger audience gravitates because my my daughter daughter both my daughters were in high school like mm-hmm. especially like junior senior year they were really into it mm-hmm. and then maybe a year or two after that but they now they've all but given up their Snapchat mm-hmm. and see it's all about like uh, like different groups that you're a part of too like if you went to college with a certain group and they have a group chat there it's all about like the different purposes as to why you're communicating on that platform too now they both love TikTok I mean mm-hmm. they're in their you know early twenties now but they both Love TikTok. Mm-hmm. Mm. I used TikTok for a little bit, and then I was kind of like, uh, "This is causing me a problem." And I'm laying on my couch, going through it, and Netflix is playing. Mm-hmm. I need to pick a medium to use for my entertainment at night. And I was like, "All right, no, not doing this anymore." Mm-hmm. I actually only just recently um, installed again uh, Instagram on my phone, and I know a lot of people have been saying like stories and reels and i'm so sorry if you've been (laughs) spammed by that but i was just trying to make my stuff nice um so but yeah i got into the uh and i don't know too much of the difference which is why you know a ceo i don't i shouldn't that's why michaela exists and john um (laughs) you know but it's like of all the stuff that we've done uh, with the video commercials, the brand guides, the D2C branding, like all of that is pretty much laid out. I actually have one more to add about um, website design and development that we've done. Um, we do that as well, but it's been, it's been a minute. You know, we did Hanover's website and then we did Avanti and I can't remember the last one that we just built because... God, that seems like years ago. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, we kind of had to get the monies into the banks for the businesses for us to get the monies in our bank. And, mm-hmm. you know, that website is a more of a speed bump than it is actually sometimes a necessity. Um, and people don't realize that until we get in there and do stuff. Um, well, it's like everything. It, I think it's like every a lot of the projects you get involved in. It sometimes it just gets overthought. Mm-hmm. It get it, it it gives given more weight maybe than it necessarily needs to carry. Yeah, people are just looking for the information, like the who, what, why, how. Maybe you know, it's just like how do I contact you? How much does it cost? Where are you at? There's, there's just, they're really, really basic. You can get a lot with just a single page with an optimized homepage. If you're in the service industry, put the phone number and the address at the top. Don't well, let me look for it on a contact page. You know, well, it's, it's kind of, a, it's, it's a simple principle, and I think it probably carries through into into a business's social media uh, uh, platforms they're on. 
in the end, you want them coming to talk to you. Right. You don't want them spending all of their time wandering around your website, wandering around your social media. You want to interact with them and you could, you want to make a sale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything's going to change drastically. Um, we're going to like in our team meeting, watch a, a video. Mr. Jason Bernard sent us shout out to him. He's, Still, in my opinion, the king of branded search. Maybe he can adopt that as his um, thing because, I mean, this is a guy that's keeping up with Google. That's how we have the information that we have. It's part of the service we provide. It's branded search. Um, but it's very rare to provide that service because a lot of the quality of the creative out there, the website, the photos, everything that's online that they have found out about you, we get a hold of and we're going like, mm, it's going to take a little bit to fix this. <laughs> before we get to that, you know, and that's constant in this industry. Um, but that's going to accelerate as Mr. Bernard was sharing this video that we watched. Um, one day we're going to have him back on the show and very much like we just had recently had uh, Varka Sharif on and blow our minds about AI and cybersecurity. Uh, we'll have Mr. Bernard come back on and talk about AI and search. So the AI in series will continue. Um, it's just, I think it's going to be one of those series that dives in and out because mm-hmm. AI is an ever growing thing. So there's my plug for that to cover mm-hmm. some space in this, 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 this episode. Way to fill, way to fill. God did it right. <laughs> Yay, me. I did things. Yay. I saved the world. <laughs> applause. Applause. <laughs> Run the credits of Mario that you win the game. Ding, 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 ding. You know, when you're just, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Come on, gamer. I've never finished the game, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. Oh, I have to finish the game i get so annoyed but i haven't played games in a while so you know anyways the future is uh of geek commerce is social media this is for john loves 80 percent of social media marketers say consumers will buy products more often on social apps than brand websites or third-party apps uh, websites like amazon i found that really interesting because typically i've seen like social media is like a gateway to that conversion mm-hmm you know, depending on the product you're selling. So, mm-hmm. um, but I did see to confirm this, what you found, Michaela, like recently that I shared, like people are buying stuff on TikTok in massive amounts of money. Yeah, because of the ads that are in between the, the videos, they have those, but you got to be mindful. And that's something about uh, even on social media and uh, to kind of touch in the three biggest concerns whenever you're trying to purchase something off of a platform. Uh, like that is is it legitimate is the brand legitimate uh or the ability to get a refund if it's like you know a hunk of junk from whatever because i remember (laughs) what were they it was can you say craigslist i don't (laughs) for those that are have watched these videos on tiktok or if they were shared anywhere else on uh, facebook reels or instagram reels where wherever it's the hula thing that has the ball that you swing around and it's like an exercising thing Uh They, they were very popular like the like winter time of Last year, I believe, because my roommate got one. I was like, I want one of those. And I'm like, I've seen them on TikTok. So I'll wait for one of those ads to pop up. And I ordered one. And of course, it was like a wish order. Like it didn't come in for like three months. Wow. And so do you, do you make the app? Do you make the purchase in the app? Yeah. Or does it take direct you it, someplace it else? It takes you, it directs you to somewhere else. And yeah, just being a little bit more uh, alert on those kinds of websites. Yeah, I can, I can definitely see where TikTok would be ripe for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For scams. Well, it's been this, stuff. it's, it, it is, but you know, I mean, to that credit, you have a product, you're showing it. That's the, yeah. the hook. And people kind of got crappy with Instagram, like, oh, reels aren't going to take off. Well, no, they mm-hmm. actually did. And then stories took off and they were as like dogging that. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, those are really good. You should mm-hmm. use those for convert, you know, so that's done. So now we know, like recently with threads, 
released, uh, which is Facebook's reply to Twitter not getting things right. Um, that's something that I think will just add to that ecosystem that Mark is building over there. That meta that should be the metaverse, not this weird, you know, virtual reality where you look like a cartoon with no legs. Thing. <laughs> what, what was the app? What was the app about fifteen years ago? That was it was it was like the metaverse except you didn't wear a headset. What was that called? Where you could create a persona and kind of live this this second imagine, life. Second life. Yeah, big on the that's office. what the meta, the metaverse is just Second Life Part Two. I mean, it, 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 to me, that's what that's what it seems to. Well, people are actually selling like real estate on the metaverse. Like you can actually <laughs> buy virtual property because people are selling it. So and it's like going. virtual virtual property. It just reminds Mitch, what's me that of saying things? I got swampland in Florida. Yeah, I, hey, I got some swampland in Florida. I'll say, or I have a bridge in New York. I'd love to sell you. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Just sounds like Sims and a game of Monopoly. Exactly. All just, right. All right. just compiled into this one platform. The, the Sims is Second Life is Metaverse. Yeah. Except you have to wear a headset for the Metaverse. You know, I'm not wearing anything of five pounds of gear on my head. <laughs> I'm just not for entertainment. I'm not doing it. I don't even like doing the podcast with these earphones. I'm like, I'm going to try to find earbuds or something. <laughs> Because everybody else now is. If you watch podcasts on video, everybody's wearing earbuds or something like that. They're not wearing these. Joe, Joe's not wearing earbuds, is he? Joe's got an entire studio. It's thousands and thousands <laughs> of dollars. And if Joe Rogan ever wanted to have us on the podcast because he found Nerd Brain interesting, because he did have, he does have Clayton uh, Kroom or Clayton Kroom on there. Like, I mean, he's had brands locally that I was like, oh my god, they're like, they're on there. Mm-hmm. So. You know, not that Joe Rogan's listening to this, but hey, probably hey. not. Yeah, probably wine not, and probably. dine me, please. Yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> invite me on your podcast. That's hilarious too. The the process that he goes through for podcasting. For those out there that are like, who oh, want to do podcasting? I know you don't need to agree with Joe's political opinions or bents. That's not the point. But there has been moments where he's kind of explained what he does and why podcasting works and how to make it work. Like him and Kevin Smith. We're really at the front. I mean, there's an episode that we did about the Podfathers at the live episode. That's at it with Adam Curry. But, you know, Kevin Smith's been doing it since 2004. Rogan came after him. Rogan called Kevin Smith to figure out how to do things. Uh, I mean, to me, though, I mean, I think this is wandering a little afield of the topic, but I think... No, don't worry. I'm going to dovetail into social media. Just wait. Keep going. Well, podcasting is a lot like every other social media platform. It becomes hot, so... Everybody thinks I've got to be on that. I need to do that. Well, not necessarily. Not, I mean, it may be true that most 99% of businesses need a web presence. But do you necessarily need to be on TikTok? Do you necessarily need to be, no. be on, on um, uh, uh, Facebook? Yeah, well, you, Facebook, can, you can only do one thing at a time really well if well, you have and, limited resources. And what's appropriate for the audience? What's mm-hmm. appropriate for the customers you're after? Yeah. You. You, I've imagined there's probably a million people have been sold the idea they need to do a podcast that probably don't. Just like a million people have been told, well, you you've got to have a Facebook page when or you should maybe don't. There's a reason that we've had a lot of people that asked us to help produce podcasts, and in a way, I've sort of been trying to vet like, what would you be like on mic? How much coaching would I do versus actually producing quality content? Because actually, statistics: most podcast people that start they quit after three episodes or ten. That's the statistics. Really? So, there's a lot involved. Yeah, because they get into it thinking like, oh, I got a laptop and I got a mic and I'm going to do things. And it's like it's, producing content's hard. It takes right. Time. Just mm-hmm. just like if, you, if, if you're if you a business, have social media presence. If you're going to do it and if it's appropriate, 
it's time intensive. I was having this conversation with my daughter last night because the place where she works, um, her boss just asked one of the random employees, would you like to manage our Facebook page? Would you, would you like to manage our social media? And the employee said, well, am I going to make more money? Because that person understood Hours. it takes a significant con- contribution of yep. time and energy if you're going to do it right. And like a lot of business owners, they just thought the, the boss was aghast that somebody would expect, a, you know. People just think that you press a button to post, but you got to think about what messaging behind it that ties in with that brand. What or, are you trying to accomplish? Yeah, what are you trying to say? Other than they just throw out more social media spam that people don't really pay any attention to. Right. Like, and you, you don't want to constantly send the same message every time mm-hmm. because then people, you know, over this day, yeah, this day and age, everyone has 10 second memory um, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Or to be honest, TV and ads have actually, I think started people changing it. So they have a 10 to 15 minute attention span and then the commercial comes on. So people are watching folks on the shows. People got conditioned unknowingly, I believe, uh, to the idea that they're actually conditioned to only pay attention 10, 15 minutes. Then you mm-hmm. can shut your mind down, let the ads, whatever, and then go into the other thing. So if you're doing an ad or something like that and you're not updating it or not doing this, then you're you're really just wasting mm-hmm. your time. Well, and, you know, people, I mean, they have this oversimplified view of what, you need to do in social media to be mm-hmm. successful. That's why there's all everybody sending out the same memes, <laughs> the same, <laughs> the same motivational, you know, images and quotes and things like that. But in the end, what are you doing that makes you desirable to your customer? It's a quality of the content that is now showing up and it's going to continue to like on Instagram. I stopped following a ton of people because the way that I use social media is I'm using it to build a network, uh, build a community. And so I started like, well, I'm not doing anything with them and we don't, hadn't talked in years and I don't know why this is here. So there's not been any sharing of my content from them. So it's kind of like a dead weight in a way, no offense to them, but it's like I got rid of it and I started seeing content more from the brands that I like to follow. Right. I haven't seen anything from White Castle in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Got rid of those 20 people that, I was following that don't really do much. And I was like, Hey, look at that. Now I have the crave. <laughs> so I need a case. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so a, it, it, it helps. It, it kind of cleans it up and it gives the algorithm like, Oh, you want to see more of that? I'm like, well, yeah, it's white castles, dude. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I started like, as I've said, optimizing my Instagram and Mitch to, to dovetail back. It's like for podcasting. It is actually a critical component um, because Facebook for a while integrated feeds into a podcast feed into mm-hmm. Facebook. Facebook often does these things and then turns them off and then everybody's like, Rah! what happened? Yeah, what happened? And what happens is Facebook sometimes underestimates that how many podcasts exist, which we state on our website, how many there are and oh, how much money is millions. It's, insane. it's millions. And so um, at the end of the day, it's like, but how do you stand out? Well, photography, it's Instagram, it's the photos. So you want to have this, you want to have a good produced show with good content, but you want to use art. And thankfully, thank you, Mitch, for creating for our show that helps it stand out on these channels and allows us to, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I saw you, Jacob. <laughs> That was for Mitch. Yeah. And to piggyback what you said on Instagram, uh, to defer back to or refer back to the 
trends, it says here that Instagram is the highest or expected to be the highest ROI platform and will see the most growth of any social app in 2023. It really because of the engagement and quality yeah. things on it. Yeah. Kind of a hit crap- the nail on the head on Yeah. That. A crappy photo will not catch as much attention. It's like a painting in a museum. I know the eye, the beauty's in the eye of the beholder, mm-hmm. but let's be honest, you're going to walk by a lot of art. Mm-hmm. Not but- only that, too, like the algorithm, <laughs> it says that uh, social media marketers also say that Instagram has the most accurate algorithm, which is essential for brand awareness. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why I start seeing more brands and I kind of enjoy opening the app again and, and using it. And then I optimized it more like my profile, my stories, the, the permanent circles that you see at the top. I've got like five or six now. And that actually created an increase in our show's downloads. Uh, just a slight little bump. So imagine if we put like real fuel and gasoline on that and lit it, what it would do. Uh, but it takes, Mitch, like you said with your daughter, it takes time. Time is what's there. Yeah, somebody's got to devote the time and energy to and a strategy. I mean, the time and energy to develop a strategy before they even start posting it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And believe it or not, we're at time. So I'm going to give Jacob the floor real quick to tell people where they can find him. Not If you're out in the business community networking and you seriously can't find him, then you've mm-hmm. gone blind and... You're not paying attention. Yeah, you're just not paying attention. But Jacob, please let people know where to find uh, you. So you can find uh, Tops or Total Office Products and Service at www.totalops.com. And you can go to our website and find out all of our supplies and stuff like that. Um, or you can send me an email at jacob at totalops.com. And I'll get back to you and sit down with you and see what I can do for you. Help you out make your life that much easier. Yep. Jacob is really good at his job. So check him out. And we appreciate you listening to this episode. Thank you for Michaela, Michaela for putting this one together. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's Jacob's favorite button. <laughs> well, it's, it suits so well. Yep. I mean, when you're giving compliments, I got it. His, better, t- his timing is really good. Yeah, well, it's mm-hmm. better than mine because I start out with the crickets and I go like, no, nope, that's it. No, that's a sad saxophone. It's because we've taken the it. time to label. <laughs> yes, we finally labeled the button. So for everybody listening, they're like, thank God. <laughs> it happened finally. Anyways, you're welcome. we'll see you all next week. We want to thank our listeners to this episode of the Nerd Brand Podcast. You can check out this episode and future ones at nerdbrandagency.com slash podcast or head Apple Podcasts or Spotify app and search for Nerd Brand and download and subscribe. We'll see you next week. And remember, keep your nerd brand strong.